Hi, everybody. This is Chandler. And this is Chris. And you're listening to... X Reads the, the Podcast! podcast. back with another episode a just a chandler and chris episode for you all this is episode 112 and we are excited to talk all things miss marvel oh yes i am so excited about miss marvel why because there's a special movie that just came out called the marvels yes and you've been recently catching up with the disney plus series as well and so miss marvel also came out as a mutant in comics. So she is a new member of the X-Men team. And so there's a lot of reasons to talk about Ms. Marvel right now. Of course. And I got I can't believe I slept on that original Ms. Marvel streaming series on Disney Plus. Like I feel like that was around the time I had the superhero fatigue. We all get it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot to consume. But boy howdy, that was a lot of fun. Yes. I, I am binging it. I I love the characters. I love them going to Avengers Con. Yes. So, you know, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing Miss Marvel in this new film, which you saw, sir. I did. I did see the Marvels. Uh, uh, but before we get into that, I just I, I need to talk about the Ms. Marvel mini or the series that we're talking about on Disney Plus, just because we should start there because that's where she started. We love Kamala Khan because Kamala Khan is us. She is a fan of superheroes and we are fans of superheroes. So to have somebody like that in Marvel is so much fun to participate with her because everything she geeks out about all the fan art she draws in her bedroom all the fan fiction she writes like all of it just feels like she is us and and that's what I love about Kamala Khan yes like getting so nostalgic for those cosplay scenes when they're getting their costumes together yes feeling like yep I know what that's like (laughs) oh and avengers con i especially love that um there's a section called things hulk smashed and it's just Mm -hmm. like rubble that hulk happened to punch or something or bend and like they have a whole display section of things hulk smashed and i absolutely love it and you know what i don't know if it was on the disney store or on some website they were selling official avengers con merch and i bought the hoodie oh you did yeah (laughs) <laughs> mm, cool i i i love it also shout out to ryan panagos who guest stars in the first episode he is the comic con like announcer person so ryan panagos who's been a guest on our podcast twice um it was so cool to see him in the show yeah totally so this movie that just came out i am so sad because i was so ready to see it in 40x in 3D, you know, that's like the roller coaster seats where you're moving around. I think it'd be really cool to see it that way. Mm. But unfortunately, at Twin Cities Con on the way back, I must have caught a little bug. Yes, our friend <laughs> so, Corona. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> so I had to live vicariously through you. Yeah, so like, tell me. Okay, well, I'm going to give a non-spoiler recap or review sort of thing of the movie and the experience and then we're going to get into spoiler territory so we'll put a little like we'll go alarm alarm when when that happens so that you guys can skip or stop or whatever you need to do for the but so non-spoilery i'm uh, gonna yeah let's go with the non-spoiler first i'm gonna start off by saying how angry i am (laughs) oh angry i am angry because i 
walked into that movie thinking it was going to be garbage because the media has led us to believe this. The media has told us it's going to be a flop. The media has said that it's troubled film, that, you know, it needed to do all these reshoots and everything. And so I went in thinking, why am I seeing this movie? Like, why am I even paying to see this movie? It's probably not going to be good. I left the movie theater so happy, so overjoyed, so entertained and beloved in this movie. And it ranks very high in my favorite MCU movies of all time. And I hate that I was led to believe that over and over and over by media articles. And Mm. It just makes me trust media less. <laughs> you know, why Why am I being told this is a bad movie and that it's going to be a failure when it's actually really fantastic? And the fact that it's doing poorly in the box office because of this kind of precursor that we all got, um, I feel bad because they worked really hard on that movie. It's really fun and it's not going to live up to box office hype and therefore history will just be written in the books that it's a bad movie or that it was um, it is Marvel's second least performing film of all time. And I hate that because I love the movie. That was the headline. That's the headline. It's the second wow. worst performing Marvel movie of all time. I, and- I find that shocking because my Instagram is like lit up with people that are coming out of this uh, movie and raving about it and loving it and just yes. singing its praises. It's it's good. And like I said, I'm angry that people are probably skipping it or waiting for Disney Plus or whatever they're going to do uh, about this movie. It really it really pisses me off. I'm just glad I saw it. I there was nobody in the movie theater. I mean, it was like a third full on a Marvel opening weekend. It it just like, it blows my mind how, how people are not seeing this movie. So if you're listening and you haven't seen it yet, go and prove everybody wrong. That said, this was going to be a flop and make the second weekend, the biggest Marvel second weekend ever, you know, and prove them all wrong. Um, yeah. That aside, the movie is like, uh, somebody called it a space farce. So it's it's really funny. It's really quirky. The leads are fantastic. Our three Marvel leads. Uh, we got we got a lot more Tiana Paris as um, uh, Monica Rambeau. We saw her, of course, in WandaVision. And she is back and she's fantastic. And my only complaint was that there isn't enough of her. In fact, they cut the movie so short that it's under two hours and uh, you want more. It's the first time I left a Marvel movie being like, where's the other hour? (laughs) You know, or whatever. (laughs) Like, it probably could have been 30 minutes longer and I would have been totally happy. Uh, But under two hours, it flies by. So it's very fun and it's very, very quippy and there's tons and tons of flurkins, which we've seen in the trailer. Those are the kitties that have the tentacle mouths. Oh, um, I love those. There's a scene with all those kitty flurkins that I was howling with laughter, howling with laughter. I'm not going to spoil what happens. In it, but it's just it's so brilliant it, to the point of where I was like, the, the there's a song that plays. Uh, in the sequence, which is not a spoiler, it's the song "Memory" from the from the musical Cats, sung by Barbara Streisand. <laughs> so of course, there's a bunch of cats, and the song from this iconic song from Cats is playing. And but what's happening in the situation was just making me laugh so much. Um, or just overall, of course, Miss Marvel was delightful because she 
is a huge Captain Marvel fan. That's her whole life is wanting to be like Miss Marvel, to be on a team with Miss Marvel. And this movie is her dream coming true. And we get to live that with her and be so excited for her and all that sort of stuff. And so that was that was delightful to participate with in the movie. How was the soundtrack? The The soundtrack was was good. You know, I thought the 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 song choices were spot on. The score was pretty bombastic and, and wild. Um, I thought I thought it was good. I really thought it was spectacular. Do you remember the villain? Um, I well, yes, but I can't remember her name. <laughs> this, well, that's a problem I have sometimes. <laughs> yes, it's a it's a Cree, you know, it's a Cree character who is yeah. in four issues of a comic, and they just plucked him out. It was a him, and they make it a her in the movie, and uh, Rada or Ranada or something like that. I can't remember. It's a, it's like an alien kind of name. Mm-hmm. Um, the villain is a bit one dimensional. We don't get a lot of information out of the villain. We just know that they have a task and in order to complete their task, they have to hurt other people along the way because they feel they are owed it. The villain is the villain, but you know, it, it's the, it's the combination of the three Marvel characters and their teamwork and these lands that they get to go to, which I told you already, Chris, I don't think this is a big spoiler, but there is, there is a, a planet that they go to where the race of aliens communicate through song and choreography <laughs> and so everything <laughs> is done very musical theater style and it, it i did not see it coming and i laughed so much and they don't understand regular speak so like as the characters just talk to each other like nobody understands what they're saying in order for them to communicate they have to communicate by singing and dancing (laughs) oh my god i would love that can we move there i want to live there Oh God, that was probably a, definitely a highlight. Definitely a highlight. Um, but I feel like we need to get into spoiler territory because there is a Ooh. connection uh, that we need to talk. So before I even oh, say yes. the word, we're going to make our little spoiler alert zone. <laughs> Stop, skip, whatever you need to do. This is spoiler territory. We're talking about the end credit scene Ladies and gentlemen. Oh my gosh. Okay. I know nothing. I've not seen this thing. I am being 1000% spoiled right now, you guys. Okay. Like I'm taking one for the team because you know what? I was going to close my ears, but I got to edit this. So, yes. (laughs) So the movie ends with uh, one of our characters getting sucked into a portal that goes to another. Uh, reality we've seen multiverse of madness we know that there is multiversal things going on in our world so one of the characters gets sucked into this portal and then movie ends credits roll end credit scene we see this character awaken in like a hospital and they're very confused and they're like oh my gosh what's going on and in in the room that they wake up in I guess is beast Hank McCoy <gasps> done full blue fur Kelsey grammar voice and wow. lab coat and him talking to the character saying you know you seem to have been you know for some somehow you have come from another reality and we are doing some tests on you and what I just like I wow. my heart stopped. 
my heart stopped because I did not see that coming. Yeah. I, and to see him done in true Marvel CGI style, not like prosthetics, not, you know, nothing weird that looks like it's an actor in makeup. It looks like Beast. And it looks wow. like how you've always wanted to see him in a movie. Really? Like, but it's Ugh. Kelsey Grammer, though, right? Kelsey Grammer's voice. Correct. His voice. Yes. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yes. That's that is really dynamic. That is that's a big spoiler, dude. I that's hate a... you. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> oh, but we have to talk about it because you're an X-Men podcast. So this is super relevant X-Men and news. So spoiled. I'm like a rotten egg that's been left on the counter for a week and a half. <laughs> so I'm up. like I'm like milk that's been left on the sidewalk in the hot sun for all summer. No, I no one, no (laughs) one, no one leaked that information to me. I I did not see it coming. I had no idea. I literally heart stopped, mouth agape, gagged as the queens say. And all right, all right, all right, wait, wait. So we got Beast, and he's in an alternate universe. He's in like the Fox universe i'm guessing right we'll say we'll say sure yeah and this is with um we're gonna say charles xavier as yes they Patrick talk about stewart yes, and they talk about charles as well oh charles and when i say they there's another character in the room oh, what are you serious oh my god what I, do you, do you want to okay. know or do you want to say well the- i i want to try to guess because you I, you're gonna spoil me anyway you're you're not gonna guess it, but I'm gonna let you try. Uh oh, okay. So it's like not it's not obvious. It's not obvious. It's a very obscure character. Do you want me to help you? Because there's a lot. You're gonna you're okay, gonna just narrow it down a little. We met this character during the Brood saga. Carol Danvers. <laughs> I mean, wait, no, that doesn't make any sense because she was in the movie. Um Lalandra? Lalandra. No, oh no, no. Ooh, that, oh one. my god. If it was Lalandra, man. Mm. I, I felt I, like I, I misled you. I'm so sorry. I <laughs> all right, just tell me. Just tell me. It's it's uh it's actually um binary, but not oh, see, I, Danvers. Ah, yes. you got me there. All right, all right. But see, look, you know, I was close. It's binary, and binary is played by the actress that is Monica Rambeau's mother. We've seen Monica Rambeau's mother as Captain Marvel when she was next to Charles Xavier in that Doctor Strange scene. That's right. So this that is actress, all multiverse. Okay, that yeah. actress, yeah. Uh, when she's next to Patrick Stewart in the whole yeah Doctor Strange film, she is binary in the whole outfit that you can think of done mcu style it's not like you know frame by frame but it looks really cool and she is not the mother of monica rambeau in this reality oh so it's it's a it's a it's an interesting little twist but to see binary was super cool and of course to see me it's like oh. yes <laughs> well, oh okay. my god I, I... I love that. I'm happy about it. But then there's a part of me that's like, oh, I hate that reality, though, because that means like, you know, there's no Professor X. No, there is a Professor X in that reality. 
No, he got his head exploded oh, or whatever, yeah, right? I, I don't know. I don't know what time this is in, but yes, correct. Like that. What that... About, and what about binary? Like she got smooshed by the Xena statue. Yeah, allegedly killed by a statue, which I don't think is possible. But th- it, that could have happened at a different time in that reality. Mm, we don't know. Okay. We don't know that part. Okay. All right. I'll buy it. Comics, because you guys. They talk about Charles as if he's still alive. So comics, you guys. Okay. <laughs> well, that's really exciting. I. I am very happy that that happened. That means we're going to see a lot more X-Men, not only in the animated form, but perhaps in the MCU. Yeah. Deadpool, obviously. We know Wolverine's coming back. Mm-hmm. Deadpool is the next Marvel movie we get. I have a feeling we're going to see more X-Men characters because obviously in Deadpool, we saw Colossus and we saw tons of X-Men characters. It was a better X-Men movie than most of the <laughs> the X-Men movies, those Deadpool films. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, cool. Well, I hate you for spoiling me. I understand that I had to take one for the team, and I did. So there. I cannot wait to see this movie. It sounds super exciting. Like, literally, you guys, I'm I'm going through my Instagram posts, and everybody is just lit up by this. And I just watching this Marvel, like, today, I, I watched, like, four episodes back-to-back. It's so charming. Mm-hmm. and yeah. adorable i love it so adorable and she continues to be adorable her family's in the movie a lot and the family's hilarious and fun and oh it's so good you guys i i thought the marvels was great and you know i talked about the post credit scene there is a scene that ends the movie completely uh-huh. that really made me happy and i'm not going to spoil that for you but it really made me happy that they are going in this direction that i you know every i'm not gonna say that i predicted but a lot of people predicted because of the introductions of a number of characters that were coming in through the Disney Plus series. And you're like, oh, well, this is clearly going to be a thing. When are they going to make it happen? Well, it starts at the end of Marvels. I will leave it with just with that. Yes. We so, didn't really talk too much about uh, Carol Danvers in it, though. Like, yeah, she's great. You know, yeah. uh, I, I really like Brie Larson as an actress. I'm currently watching Lessons in Chemistry right now, which is an Apple series that she stars in. Um, and yeah, I mean, the thing about Captain Marvel is that she's just so powerful and she's so strong and she could do anything. And she's basically, you know, unstoppable. <laughs> uh, but this movie really puts her to the limits. It really um, brings out how being invincible and super strong and doing what you think is right is not always the right thing like just because you take action because you can and no one can stop you doesn't mean that it's the right action Mm. and she has to face the consequences with her choices of the first um captain marvel movie Ah. because she you know rashly she felt she was justified in doing it but you know she rashly made a decision that affected um, you know, an entire planet of people and they lashed out in retaliation. And that's what causes all this drama in this movie. Mm. Well, now I have to watch everything. <laughs> you did it, Marvel. You did it to me. Mm-hmm. Gotta go back and watch it all now. That's well, how they get you. So again, do not read a single article and support journalism that says this movie is bad because it is not bad. There are people <laughs> out there that hate Brie Larson and Captain Marvel because they don't like strong women. And it's super clear. They don't like people of color. It's super clear. And that 
somehow echo chambers into media articles and word of mouth that convinces you that this movie is going to be a flop when it really shouldn't. It's actually really fantastic. So go see it. So let's talk about the uncanny experience. Sure. Yeah. We've got yeah. that coming up next year. <laughs> I know. Every week we like to give you a little bit of news, a little bit of an update of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this week we opened up vendor applications. So if you have toys, collectibles, apparel, uh, if you have a really awesome comic book collection that you're ready to part with and make some dough. Well, we are the place to come to because we have a mutant market where you can set up shop and be a vendor with us. Yes. We know our vendors had a great experience last time because we did a little survey and they all said they had a great time. So uh, it seems to be a very positive experience for vendors. Uh, Another thing that we announced recently is our um, convention hotel discount rate. So if you are interested in coming and you want to save a little money on your hotel room, you can stay at the Hyatt Centric, which is literally the next block over. So you have to walk one block to get to the venue. It is refreshingly close. Uh, You can get this discount through an exclusive link on our website. If you go to uh, theuncannyexperience.com and go to the tab called Plan Your Visit, there is a section where it says Convention Hotel, and you click the link there. It will take you to a booking page, and then you can book your room. And they have uh, king suites as well as double bed suites. But that's not all, Chandler. We are also doing a really cool Black Friday special where if you purchase your ticket before the end of Black Friday this year, you will receive a really cool art print by Diggo Doodles. It is of Storm, and it is the classic scene. It's an homage to that opening scene in the mall, the premiere episode of X-Men, the animated series. She looks so regal. I love this art piece. I cannot wait to get my hands on it and frame it for my wall. So mm-hmm. if you Purchase your ticket by the end of Black Friday. You can get yours, too. Yes. And and that's not all, of course, because speaking of Storm, we announced that we have our cosplayer, uh, Brown Sugar Outlaw. She is coming, returning as Storm. She was fabulous at the first event, and she is coming back. And, of course, you guys know, as we previously announced, but happy to say it again, that Allison Seeley Smith, the voice of Storm from X-Men, the animated series and upcoming X-Men 97, will be joining us. So if you love Storm, there is no better place to be than the Uncanny Experience next year. That's right. And don't forget, George Booza, the voice of Beast from the X-Men, the animated series is coming, as well as legendary comic book writer Chris Claremont. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, speaking of Beast... <laughs> you know, we have our own beasts coming to this event. So, yeah, there's there's a there's a lot of love for X-Men on the world and they all gather at the Minneapolis Club uh, because it is it is a big love fest. Um, I just you know, we received a, a personal story, which I'm not going to do too many details, but basically somebody went to our event, felt so accepted, loved, appreciated that they didn't want to settle for anything less in their life. So they came truthfully out as themselves and they're living their best truthful life and they are so like grateful to the event for bringing that community into their awareness and making them feel like themselves and that story really touched me i i really really felt like you know that that we're doing a great thing for people 
So if you guys want to come feel this community and have a great time, be with X-Men creators, meet X-Men fans, be in cosplay, or just be a student at Xavier Institute and feel fully immersed in this world, you should just join us September 28th and 29th of 2024, and you can buy your ticket at theuncannyexperience.com. Yep, and stay tuned on X-Reads Podcast, because every week, like I said, we are going to be dropping new updates and I am so excited because we have so many fun, creative entertainment aspects for this upcoming year that you are going to flip over. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, and P.S. Thank you to everybody who came and saw us at the, the Twin Cities Con. We had our booth up and so many people came by and they said that either they attended, they loved it, that they missed it and, and are so sad, but they're not going to miss this next year. And we had somebody come up and say that they loved our podcast. As well, that they they listened to the one that of Generation X 41 with all the horror villains, and then they went out and bought the hard copy because they were so inspired by the podcast. So uh, that was from uh, Adam. Adam, thank you so much for coming to talk to us. Yes. It's really nice yes. to meet, meet uh, you know, talk to people in person. Indeed. Thank you so much, Adam. And thank you so much to everybody that we talked to. I had so many fun conversations about mutants <laughs> all weekend mm-hmm. long. Mm-hmm. So Come to The Uncanny Experience and visit our website at theuncannyexperience.com. Well, let's get into this issue, right? We're doing a new issue. This is brand spanking new, according to, you know, uh, in uh, the world of our podcast. We are doing Ms. Marvel, The New Mutant, number one. And yeah, this is fresh. This just came out August 30th of 2023. The writers are Iman Villani and Sabir Pirzada. Yes, and it's penciled by Carlos Gomez and Adam Gorham. Let's uh, set the era of a few months ago. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> the top song on August 30th was uh, Oliver Anthony Music. The song was called Richmond North of Richmond. And this mm-hmm. was number one on iTunes. I listened to it and it is like the most countryest country song ever. <laughs> That's great. And, you know, it's crazy to think that there's a top song that I don't know anything about. Like, I don't I don't remember this song out at all. Yeah, I mean, you know, me either. I guess I've just been so in Kylie mode that when Kylie Minogue released her CD, I didn't listen to anything else. So whatever this new song that came out, I guess it's really popular, uh, especially with country music lovers. Um, It's a good listen. You know, once, never again. I'm sorry. Not my thing. (laughs) (laughs) But who cares about the top song? Let's talk about the top movie. Yeah, the top movie. Oh, my gosh. This movie is a cultural milestone. It's like literally going to be like, I remember the day when I saw this movie. Mm -hmm. It is Barbie, ladies and gentlemen. It is the perfect pink world of Barbie. And we all are just so blessed to live in it because it was a fantastic movie. And it literally creamed the Grammy nominations the other day. It got so many nominations on that album. It's unbelievable. I love that one song um, by Billie Eilish. Yes. Oh, yeah, I just... Yeah, I like to take a washcloth and like do dusting and just kind of like float around and look very like Lana Del Rey-ish to that song. Well, perfect. I'm glad to hear that you're actually cleaning your house. <laughs> anyway, Bar- <laughs> listen, Barbie was a lot of fun. It was a lot of energy up in that film. Oh, gosh. It it was a blast, honestly. 
and um and just a delight <laughs> i'm i'm pissed that we didn't get to go to the barbie dream experience cafe oh i know we had reservations everybody at the mall of america during twin cities con but they canceled on us oh like, so rude what horror barbie would never approve of a cancellation in her cafe she would make it work and these people failed miserably on that and trying to rebook has been a nightmare and so i'm just gonna say malibu dreamhouse barbie get it together come on <laughs> so we missed out they took our money <laughs> let's talk about the cover so on the cover i have a variant that I'm going to display. Oh, so, you do? I haven't seen it. So this is a variant that I bought off the shelf. It is an homage to Ms. Marvel number one when Kamala Khan first was introduced. And she's in this position. You see from her nose down to her hips and where her lightning bolt would be. Mm -hmm. And this time we see her in her new X-Men uniform. So it is her traditional red scarf. And she has a face mask kind of head sock like Kitty Pride. Um, and then it comes down to the traditional yellow kind of New Mutants. She's called, you know, it's Ms. Marvel, the New Mutant. And New Mutants used to wear yellow and black. So it is a yellow and black uniform. Uh, she's got her little lightning bolt on the side of her uh, left chest. And uh, she's got the X logo on her sleeve. Um, it's really cool. And then she's got a belt, of course, with the X on it, because that's all X-Men uniforms have. <laughs> what, so about your, what about your, your cover? Well, mine was the general generic one, I guess the, the main cover. Mm -hmm. And I love it. Actually, it is Kamala Khan flying at us. She, in the background, we see the university steps, the, you know, the front, uh, columns and all that. And on the sides, it's very important to notice that there are some Orcus posters mm -hmm. and they're featuring sentinels so this is obviously university that is anti-mutant y'all mm. but in the down uh, below in the foreground and below kamala we kind of see an aerial shot looking down at other mutants that are on campus and they're looking up at her in shock mm. there are four other mutants down there below her and mm. one of them looks like maybe sink and we have laura uh and Rasputin. Yes, and then and then Shadow Cat with a K. Oh. That's the current cool. X-Men team that's living in the Morlock tunnels that you are not yet caught up on. Oh, okay. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Um well, I don't like an anti-mutant university though. I know. We'll get into that in the pages. It's not cool. We don't like it one bit. And just so y'all know, this is the Marvel Comics debut of Amon Vellani. Yes, Amon Vellani, who we mentioned earlier, of course, because she is Ms. Marvel herself. Mm -hmm. So if you did not make that connection, Amon Vellani is the actress that plays Ms. Marvel in the movie and the series. And she is the co-writer of the comic book series. How special to be like such a fan or play such a fan too. Yes. So she, I listened to an interview that she gave uh, with uh, Ryan Panagos on the This Week in Marvel podcast. And she just talked about how it's, it's just completely bewildering to her because she started off just being a college student that loved Ms. Marvel, read the comics, cosplayed as her, just was a big fan. And then she got to play the role of Ms. Marvel 
And that was one, of course, mind-blowing experience. And now she gets to write a comic featuring her favorite superhero as Ms. Marvel with all of the knowledge of the Ms. Marvel kind of experience of embodying this character. So uh, it was a really, really special experience for her. And she she really expressed that on the on the interview. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's get into these pages. It's a big book, y'all. So we're going to we're going to go through this. We start in a very dreamlike scenario. We see green lights. We see the original Miss Marvel, Carol Danvers, in her old, old out her bathing suit kind of bikini outfit and the kind of uh, ferocity flippy hair. And she is speaking on a microphone to an audience of people from the back. Uh, we definitely recognize Thor's helmet. We see Ghost Rider's flamey skull. I see the Wolverine little pointy ears. We've got Black Bolt. Um, and we have the old Miss Marvel introducing the new Miss Marvel. And the audience is so excited. They're like, oh, my gosh, Miss Marvel. But not Miss Marvel herself, because she's terrified. She's like, what the hell is going on? Uh-huh. And I have to say, like, this whole scene just made me nostalgic for Sailor Moon. <laughs> like, doesn't this seem like a, a dream circus villain? Totally. Scene? Yeah, yes, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, uh, Carol Danvers in this dream scenario drops off Kamala and she's just like, break a leg, superstar. And she's like, wait, wait, what do I do? What's going on? And then a big Kamala Khan hand comes slamming down and smushes or whatever makes the uh, old Ms. Marvel disappear. And uh, she has to fight with a giant hand version of herself. Which is totally crazy dream scenario. This hand is flicking her across the floor. It is flitting a bit of energy at her. And then it comes with a big punch with a whump, uh, just missing her. Yeah, the whole time we have Iron Man and Wolverine and all these other characters just cheering her on. Mm-hmm. Oh, but Wolverine says, back off, bub. You know, like everybody wants a piece of her. They're like, oh, no, no, Ms. Marvel. She's I'm the biggest Ms. Marvel fan. I, you know, I, whatever. <laughs> um, so <laughs> she gets her bearing. She's able to uh, get a big punch into this fist of hers. And oh, with she a does a pun. You know, she gets to play rock, paper, scissors mm-hmm. with this and punch. The fist, the fist chooses rock because it's a fist. Yep. Yep. And what I did like she that. Say? Rock, good choice. Boom. Boom. <laughs> and then she punches and uh, it doesn't work because then the fist is able to make bendy fingers and it wraps a finger around her like fan- Mr. Fantastic style, holds her upside down. And uh, the old Miss Marvel starts talking about all of the past uh, iterations of teams she's been on. And they're like, yeah, like- who will you choose? Who's going to be, you know, come to your rescue is it going to be the champions and they're like oh no 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 you've outgrown the champions you know no no what, what about what about the avengers and then we see a picture of all of the avengers uh she hawks even there cool i like that but yeah. no, no no that's a shame how about the first family sweet medusa got a blowout just for you <laughs> <laughs> oh we see yeah the the inhuman family there mm-hmm. Ooh, and, and moon girl i didn't even notice moon girl was there look at that oh but no 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 that's not gonna work and then um, kamala's like enough 
Now, now, Miss Marvel, we're not done yet. Oh, but she's done. But it's a pity because they didn't even get to the X-Men, which is her new family team. You know, she is all over the place, obviously. And I love this team shot of the X-Men. We have, um, you know, Iceman and Rogue and Rasputin and Cyclops and Emma Frost and Captain Kate Pride and Beast and Wolverine. And uh, keep going. Oh, my God. Penance. And yeah, all, all of them there. It's so fantastic. So Miss um, Marvel, she starts to pass out because this bendy, windy finger is uh, strangling her. And she looks down at the audience and they're all her looking back. No, they- but they're all like the other characters yeah like colossus is even there but they're all with her face <laughs> yes because <laughs> they all want a piece of her obviously because she you know she is everywhere she has been on every team she everybody loves ms marvel and everybody wants a piece of her so um, you know what i i'm digging the the namor mashup <laughs> oh my gosh who's your favorite mashup here well, besides Colossus, but, you know, I'm a big Doctor Strange fan, so I love seeing Doctor Strange with Miss Marvel's face up in the top left. Oh, I have to give a shout out to Ghost Rider Kamala. <laughs> yes. With her flame head. That's great. Oh, very good. Yes. <laughs> Wait, is who's naked up in the right corner? That's a good question. Maybe she just has a low, low cut shirt. Oh, look, at there's magic, Kamala. Oh, and then there's <laughs> one of, of her head just coming out of the egg, the eggshell. Because oh. in the next page, we see her in one of the resurrection eggs and she punches her way out because uh, she, you know, she recently got resurrected. So for those of you who don't know, Ms. Marvel, she died in comics and then the X-Men resurrected her and then she came out as a mutant. Uh, she didn't know it, but not that's why it's called Ms. Marvel, the new mutant, because um Surprise, surprise, she's been a mutant this whole time. Why didn't we know this? It's because her inhuman side, which also exists, manifested before her mutation. So she actually hasn't had that teenage awakening moment where her mutant power has manifested. Everything we see Ms. Marvel do is just her inhuman powers. She has a hidden mutant power that's yet to be revealed. She cracks out of the egg. She's still in her dreamland. And what should she behold? But quite a sight, wouldn't you say? Yes, I would say because it is, what is that, a Silver Surfer Kamala Khan? It's Silver Surfer Doctor Strange. What is going on here? Why is Silver Surfer and Doctor Strange a mashup? It's all a dream! (laughs) Oh, she wakes up. Oh, her mom's calling. She's running late. It's her first day of college. She's got to get ready. Her friend Bruno is waiting outside with his brand new van. And her family is helping um, get things ready in the house, including a box of donations of where they're getting rid of her stuff. And she is pissed. She is like, Abu, you can't give this stuff away. How dare. (laughs) Are are you not going to mention that Bruno is showing off his guns? Oh, is he? Oh, yes. (laughs) So what does she have in her childhood box here? That's what I want to see. Let's see. Indiana Jones. Is that? Or is it Jonas Brothers? No, what is that? Oh, wait. No, it's Indian Jones. Oh, oh, yes, of course. Okay, got it. Like Pakistani Jones. (laughs) And then uh, (laughs) Miss Marvel comic books. Yes. And that sloth. And the sloth, yes. Oh, and then her mom, of course, gives her a bunch of food. 
her mom says something that I will take to my grave, which is says adding milk to cereal isn't cooking. And I would like to. <laughs> I know many people in my life who would think that is cooking, but did, it is not. Didn't you tell that to me on multiple <laughs> occasions? Probably. <laughs> Because I feel like this is something that you have said to me already. I probably have said that or I've said uh, toast is not a meal. You're like, I can cook. Oh, Look, toast. I just love the the family love here. You can tell that, you know, this unit, they're all love and cupcakes and butterflies. Yes, yes they have a big group hug. It's so cute. And Bruno's in on the hug, too. He's like living <laughs> in on that. And uh, Carlos Gomez, I just he's so good at facial expressions and just drawing in general. Carlos Gomez, uh, X-Men fans will last remember who did Exterminators, the Leah Williams series. Um, so we love his artwork. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she is uh, in the van with Bruto and they are off to go to their new school. And she's um, all like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, there she's off to her new school, which is run by Orcus. Bum bum bum. Bum, bum. Oh no. Orcus funded programs like this one at Empire State University are known for bringing some serious tech. Yeah, because they show um, up. It would be amazing if they weren't evil. Totally evil. <laughs> yeah, we see a sign that says Orcus Science Center. There's tons of kids outside. We see a robotic dog, I think. Oh my god. Oh my god. Chandler. Yes. Uh, I'm freaking out cuz last week, I kid you not, this robot dog is now being used by the LAPD. And oh. there was some dude that held up a bus. <gasps> it was it was on the news, the choppers overhead and everything. And this robo dog comes prancing out and gets up into that bus. And boy, howdy, did that guy give up real quick. Because that that poop is scary. You're not going to fuck with the dog. The it looked dog. like the Black Mirror episode with the robo dogs that kill everybody. It's here. <laughs> I've never seen They're that. They're using it. I've never I'll send seen, you the link. I've never seen that particular episode, but... Oh, oh, oh boy. Oh, you won't because you don't like scary stuff. But this little robo dog right here, mm-hmm. this little robo dog is real in real life now. Well, okay. Well, I've actually seen a very similar robo dog at the Transformers premiere. It was, oh, yeah? it wasn't a dog. It was like, it was programmed to be kind of like gazelle like in a way. And mm-hmm. it did little prancy things and, you know, whatever. But uh, it was amazing to see because it was so lifelike and the way it moved and everything. It was it was incredible. Cool. So, yeah, Kamala and Bruno, they move into her dorm room and her cute new roommate shows up. Are you my roommate? You don't look like Kamala. <laughs> That's Bruno. I'm Kamala. <laughs> oh, hi, I'm Michelle. Nice to meet you. First time at ESU. Hi, yep. First time. That's so exciting. You're going to love it. Everyone is super welcoming. Oh, she's wearing a Letterman jacket, which, you know, we love. Mm-hmm. We love a Letterman. And she's wearing a really cute green dress with a blue belt or blue sash. I don't know. It's, I think she's adorable. She's got this um, bob haircut uh, that is black but dyed orange tips. And she's got really cute glasses on. She's probably going to be evil, but I don't I like her for now. Yeah, well, she's super smart and she's into physics. So mm-hmm. and she's evil. I'm I'm 
pretty sure. I'm with you on that. We'll see. Well, Kamala tries to excuse herself out for orientation, but instead she goes down into the subway system and she takes the train into the deep tunnels for she is going to the X-Men hideout in the Morlock tunnels. Not until she crosses path with a crocodile. Oh my gosh. Because, you know, if you go in the sewer, there has to be a crocodile. Yes, of course. There are. I'm terrified. We already know that they exist. They've been found. They're there. This is not fiction. This is reality. But like, is it only in Florida or is it everywhere? New York. No, they found alligators in. No, no, I'm never going into the sewer. Ever. Why would you go in there anyway? <laughs> I don't know. What if I like, you know, lost a watch and it floated down the stream and then it went down the storm drain and then I got to go down there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, Anyways, I would do it for a wedding ring that was like super expensive. Would you? Okay. Or like the Lord of the Rings ring. Oh, my God. Yeah. Of course you like, go down there, my precious. Yeah, but then you got to like deal with alligators and it clowns. By the way, happy Middle Earth Day to you, Chris. Oh, happy Middle <laughs> Earth Day. <laughs> oh, I should have had third breakfast or whatever. Yeah, speaking of precious, <laughs> it is Middle Earth Day. May you have a hobbit life because they seem so delightful. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this crocodile is uh, lunging at Kamala because it has it. She had a candy bar. She bought one at a vendor right before she got on the subway, and then Shadowcat pops up, Kitty Pride or Kate Pride or whatever we want to call her, and she said that your own scent with the candy bar is confusing the alligator, and then she just disappears. And Kamala's like, wait, 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 wait a minute! How did you know about the candy bar? So explain to me why uh, Kate is wearing her ninja outfit. Like, is this a new thing? Yes, this is her new, her new, ever since everybody got massacred at the Hellfire Gala that you haven't read yet. Spoiler uh, I'm so spoiled. Spoiler alert. Kate literally uh, lost it. And she has embodied her, her uh, previous persona of um, the Kitty Pride and Wolverine miniseries where she was a deadly ninja assassin. Oh my god, wasn't that the one that we covered with Chris Claremont? Mm-hmm. Dude, that was epic. So it goes back to there. Wow. Yeah. Episode 100, okay. everybody. You can go listen to Chris Claremont and us talk about the evolution of Kitty Pride. This was not out at that time, so we couldn't talk about how she re-evolved back, or she de-evolved back into her Deadly Ninja Assassin persona from that miniseries. But we're here. Yeah, we're going to have to X-read that. But right now we're talking all about the Marvels and Miss Marvel. Yes. Um. So she she takes care of the alligator with swift work. She says, true story. My brother Amir once got a bootleg DVD of Lake Placid from Pakistan, but they titled it Jaws 4. Just thought you should know. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she wraps her arms around, you know, wrestles the alligator and throws the alligator just down the sewer tube. I have a feeling that must be like a true story. Probably that's so there. random. It sounds like yeah, it sounds like a fun Easter egg. <laughs> so she gets to the hideout, and then Rasputin from behind gives her a big bear hug, lifts her off the ground. She's so happy. Rasputin loves Miss Marvel because Miss Marvel, Rasputin, sorry, Rasputin is from the future, and Ms. Marvel is a big epic hero. So Rasputin is like Ms. Marvel 
as Ms. Marvel is to Captain Marvel. <laughs> so like Rasputin loves seeing Ms. Marvel because she's like, oh my God, I love you so much. You know, you were my <laughs> total hero. And so Ms. Marvel's like me, like I'm just a kid, you know, so it's really fun. And Miss uh Ms. Marvel, Kamala, she brought a candy bar for Rasputin. <laughs> and Rasputin's all like, I've heard the legends. <laughs> Her face is so happy. She's like, oh. <laughs> it's like when we see a milkshake. I know. And then she's in the background going crunch, 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 crunch. Because she's like Rasputin, which you probably haven't read too much in comics because you're behind, but she's just badass. You know, she's a super tough straightforward warrior supreme person and so mm-hmm. to see her be like giddy and be like oh candy bar it's really fun <laughs> yes uh, and guess who else is here sink and talon mm-hmm. yes they're going over plans they're talking about how the orcas uh university has a secret sub basement where they're doing some sort of experiments underground and kamala is on the case it is her job to infiltrate this university and be a spy for them now tell me about talon's look here is Mm. this her normal everyday look yeah this is her uniform look you know talon uh is of course the uh elderly version of laura x23 wolverine um, you know, she got stuck in uh, the vault. Sorry, <laughs> I was like the city. No, the vault. Uh, she got stuck in the vault for thousands of years with Sink and Sink got out, but she got she got left behind and then Forge found her and brought her back. So now there's two Laura Kinney's, a.k.a. two ones named Talon and one named Wolverine. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Does that mean that that's another Sink? So there's two Sinks? no. Because the sink that came out of the vault died, but he was resurrected as the young sink. Oh, so Talon is such an anomaly. She is. She's yeah. A okay. She's a duplicate of a clone, <laughs> or you know how Laura Laura is a clone of Wolverine. So, or whatever. <laughs> she's a she's an offspring of of test tube offspring, so to speak. Okay, well, you know, this is the first time I've ever seen Talon. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I read, I didn't finish the vault. I don't think I finished the vault. That's why. Yeah, uh, Forge went in to look for something else, and he found Talon instead. So he took her out, and then okay. they revived her, and here she is. Um. Yeah, so anyways, they send Kamala back out into the field, and she is she's ready to face the day. Well, first off, we're in the lunch quad. People are having their lunches at the tables and there's different booths set up because they're probably clubs and organizations that are trying to get you to sign up. And one of the signs that we see first says Mutant Watch Anti-Mutant Club. Mm. And there's an Xavier symbol with a slash through it, like no, no, no X-Men. But ew. Yes, it is gross. I do love her shirt, though. It says Radical Gamer in 8-bit language, which I love, or 8-bit font. <sighs> Jeez, was orientation that boring? Oh, no, it's just a lot of info. Come on, where's that you can do it attitude? Yes, that's the moment. <laughs> that's why I wanted to read the lines. <laughs> well, <sighs> some other dude comes up and he's like, hey there, I'm Andre. Would you be interested in joining Comics Plus Club? Ooh, yes. And uh, her friend is like, that sounds awesome. And she's like, no, 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 no. Oh, man. 
Oh man, says oh, the comic plus he guy. Drops his head. Oh, he's like, and the friend is like, "You just said no to a club you would have made yourself if it didn't exist. Who are you? <laughs> Who are everything... you even? Is everything all right in there?" And knocks on her head. And this is a really cute sequence of panels. She's all like, "Um, not really, Bruno. I have to tell you something, but you got to promise not to freak out." Okay. And then all of a sudden, there's that, you know, wavy line of a really good smell from something that smells really delicious and you're really hungry and you want to eat it. Mm-hmm. And in the background, you see a, a food truck and it says euros on it. And she is sniffing that good. Mm-hmm. That that's that is get right up in her nostril. Mm-hmm. And then she says, but first. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And they have euros uh, and fries and you know, Bruno, he is quite shocked. He's like, so you died? Yep. And the X-Men brought you back to life? Yep. Because you're a mutant? Yep. But you're also an inhuman? Yep. And your family has no idea? Nope. Whoa. Yep. And then it gives her a big hug. <laughs> yeah, it's it's special, you know. It's just like what a what an awesome friend Bruno is. Mm-hmm. He gets an A plus. Totally. But then an alarm goes off. Beep, 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 beep. Ooh, it's his extraterrestrial threat detector. Everyone run! <laughs> Which is like <laughs> like I my dream is to have that line in a movie. I want to be this guy. He's. It's just this dude, you know, on college campus wearing it like, you know, a baseball tee and glasses because he's intelligent nerd. And he gets to be the one that shouts, everybody run. Mm-hmm. I, I want to say run for your lives. Run for your lives. Yes. <laughs> so everybody's <laughs> running. Did you see it? It's on the bus. What if there's oh, one? What is there? Oh, that's not a dead end. Oh, no. We're What's under going attack? on? We're under attack. oh yes so uh kamala jumps behind a tree and does her superman transformation into smiz marvel and we get the full first full kind of splash pagey shot of her new x-men uniform i love it it is you know it kind of reminds me of like cw supergirl Mm. you know except this is definitely kamala khan x-men version yes and we get, you know, the blue and the yellow look. Yes. The red sash. The X logo on her belt buckle. Mm-hmm. I love the combat boots. Yeah, no, this is cute. So she runs off to save the day. And... What is Bruno holding, though? This is his device? That's his extraterrestrial, extraterrestrial detector device. It looks like a price gun. It does look like that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's off and she's off and so a bus is under attack by a uh chitari chitari is like an alien race that the x-men sometimes have fought but i guess the avengers have also fought so it's just kind of one of those insert bad guy here aliens yeah and all of the crowd is just a a flutter saying things like is that miss marvel she's wearing an x-men suit what's she doing in new york where's (laughs) spider-man Ooh, and she gets one big kapow into this alien creature, and he's completely knocked out and done. And she's like, what? A one-punch KO. 
and we see that something is very wrong that he is missing a limb he's got test tubes or like tubes coming out of him and he confesses that he was tortured by orcus they were doing yeah. experiments on him instead and she- of saying instead of saying let me die he's like leave me to pass mm-hmm. She tries to rescue him, but inside of his chest is a bomb that goes beep, 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 beep. And she yells, everybody needs to run now. <laughs> but they, the whole crowd, everybody has their cell phones up. They are all taking video. They want their TikToks. They want their Insta reels. They want those likes. Mm-hmm. But what does she do? She takes her arms and Mr. Fantastic's around the whole crowd enveloping them protecting them from the explosion yes and they're screaming hey miss marvel is attacking us <laughs> it makes you so mad as a reader you're like you idiots <laughs> he was saving you uh i'm not attacking i'm just trying to keep you <laughs> big boom and the bus goes flying all the people are safe but uh the smell it's disgusting What's the smell? Is it her hands? <laughs> Maybe. No, it must be the, the smell of the alien exploding. Oh, okay. All the guts. Uh, oh. If I were Miss Marvel, I'd have been like, is that me? Did I did I not put on my BO thing today? What's going on? What, 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 what's happening? Oh, but they're pissed. They're like, you could have almost killed us. I can't believe there's a real life mutant at our school. Ugh. Hey, mom. mom, can you pick me up? Yes. Could it be a clone or her evil mutant twin? Oh my gosh. <laughs> They're so I was just trying hateful. to help, she says. So hateful. So she shrinks herself down to the size of a blade of grass, basically, and runs for cover. And as she re-embiggens, she hears people over, you know, she overhears people talking about what happened, and they totally, of course, have everything wrong. Did you hear there was a mutant on campus? Apparently it was Miss Marvel. Shut up. She's a mutant? That sucks. I know, right? I heard she tried attacking a bunch of students earlier. They say she got away. Oh, dang. Oh, my God. Yeah. She hears all of that. Yeah, and she's all like, I should have stood up for myself and for mutants. They're just a bunch of brainwashed teenagers. Mm. And I've dealt with those before. Yes, but then, so what she does is what all of us would have done, is she just curls up into a cocoon of soft blankets and snacks and is just depressed. This is me all day. (laughs) Not Uh, watching the Marvels while you were in the theater. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, her coping mechanism is to have her friend Bruno stay with her all night and play video games. Are they friends or are they boyfriend and girlfriend? I know, right? They're kind. They're not boyfriend and girlfriend, but I think they kind of like each other. The will they, won't they? Oh yeah. So yeah, they play video games all night. Um, she doesn't want to go to sleep because she has this recurring dream of being basically tortured by old Miss Marvel. So she doesn't want to fall asleep. So she's playing video games. She's going to stay awake no matter what. She is not going to. And And (laughs) totally asleep. Totally asleep. Uh, We cut to the underground facility of Orcus, where we see a bunch of aliens in test tube, you know, aquariums. And these people talking about how there's a mutant on campus, an Orcus campus of all places. How dare. 
Mm-hmm. Ooh, and it looks like Miss Marvel made the news because they're watching a giant screen of breaking news. Yes. Everybody knows that Miss Marvel is now reportedly a member of the X-Men. And uh, the scientist is saying how uh, the log, the security log said that uh, this person named Chase Kroll was a supervising officer when the incident occurred. So it is all his fault. He wasn't there, though. And he's saying, you're doctored these. You hacked the logs. And then he gets zapped. Me, she says, break into the most secure system ever created. Who would believe that? Zap. Zap. And who should come out of the shadows but Omega Sentinel. Bum, bum, bum. This is the big reveal. We haven't seen her since Inferno. And the fact that we've learned that she is completely evil and crazy. And she is a part of the Ms. Marvel series. So that was a big surprise. Hmm. Hmm. So she just wants to clarify that this uh, also South Asian, uh, I should say, Omega Sentinel is South Asian as well as the scientist as well as Miss Marvel. So she said that she's hoping that she's not hiding the incident that Miss Marvel is a mutant just because of their South Asian heritages. And they say, no, no, officer. Of course not. Awkward pause, stare off, and then uh, Omega Sentinel continues. Good, because you have nothing in common with this mutant. Now you're going to find her and implement the Trojan Horse program. Uh, but, but, but that hasn't been tested yet. Consider it a golden opportunity then. Miss Marvel is now one of the X-Men. That's the best thing to ever happen for us. And, and the, the worst thing to happen for mutant kind. kind. <laughs> that was a fun issue. I I loved seeing the team shots of like, who do you want to be on the team with you or whatever? Mm-hmm. And it was like the Incubans. And yeah, I love cameos. Mm-hmm. And there was a ton of those. Well, fun issue, fun movie, fun character. I could talk about your... Ms. Marvel all day. What was your favorite part of the issue? My favorite part of the issue um oh my gosh there's so much i you know it really touched me to see the big family group hug at the beginning mm-hmm. i lo- I really love that um i also did love the whole scene where she is like i gotta tell you something but first <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah there's a lot of moments like that that are just so cute and i, I just you know it makes me really like the series well, I love Kamala Khan even more now, and I can't wait to see more movies, more comics, more TV shows that feature Miss Marvel. X Reads is recorded in the United States. Our theme music is written by Austin Wintry. Please make sure to follow our podcast to be updated on when new episodes appear every first and third Wednesdays of the month. Follow us on social media at X Reads Podcast. That's the letter X R E A D S Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.